Hello, I'm Jess. A brief explanation to you before we get started in this week's episode. I say this week. It's been a while since we've put an episode out. I think it's been three. There's just a lot going on now. Not only have things calmed down in our area, so everything's opening back up and work is returning. We have less time. Not to mention Jake is moving out and getting his own apartment, so there's also that. We are talking about it, trying to reformat our podcast episodes so that they're a bit easier to edit. We'll probably be making them shorter. We might be getting rid of wheel spins. We might simply be cutting our episodes in half. We'll figure it out. In the meantime, thank you for sticking by us. Thank you for being patient. Please continue to bear with us uh, until we find something that works. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Today, we are taking shots of whiskey, unfortunately. We've been avoiding it for a while, but mom's Seagram's has been sitting in the cabinet. We absolutely hate shooting whiskey, but my mom did purchase us this bottle of Seagram 7, and so here we are, and it's going to hurt. Katie wants to know what our chasers are. I'm glad you asked. We have (laughs) Dr. Pepper Zero. A sugarless soda to make up for all the sugar that is in the whiskey. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to those at all. Uh, I can smell it. I can smell it. So much stronger than the gin and the vodka. Here we go. Shot one. Gonna hurt. There it is. There it is. Oh, the soda is hot. Oh my God. Ready? No, I'm not. Can we just not? Absolutely not. We have to. (laughs) Let's do it then. Shot two. I don't like it. Not as bad, but it's it's still not good. Does that face make you feel better? It just happens. Exposing your bottom teeth like that? Shut up. (laughs) Katie asked if taking shots for you is similar to eating something really sour. Similar to, you know, you're eating a little fast and you kind of throw up in your mouth. Okay. And then, and then you kind of like quickly like get it like back down Ew, it's kind of like what? that that's what taking shots is like has that happened to you sometimes Ew! <laughs> how fast have you eaten jessica that's never happened that's not to the me. question not ready mm-hmm. there's two more we'll see as soon as we finish this one there's only one more <laughs> all right well fuck it let's uh band-aid it here we go guys shot three shot three this is such a bad idea oh nope it's not good fuck all right well fucking lucas Ruin our lives. Go live with Lucas. Hey, did Jessica set up her Bluetooth or did she fuck it up? Oh, of course she did. Oh, she fucked it up. Yeah, she fucked it up. Sorry, one second. No, you can't. You yes, can't you do can. it. No, we yes, tried it before. No. I can. I promise. Oh, you hey, I mom's can. here. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Give me a second. Activating my Bluetooth. Are we in? It says done, but I don't hear shit. Say something, gentlemen. No! Oh, look at that. Jake was right. Jessica's an idiot. What did I, I say? What did I say? I say, Jessica, I'm it's eight. Sorry. It's, it's 8.59. Yeah. Come connect your phone to the Bluetooth. I said those exact words. Stupid dumbass Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys drinking? We have uh, Cordigo. Uh, it's tequila. Cordigo. Yes, sir. Are those Ron Swanson shot glasses? Yes, they are. Ready? I'm ready. Jeez. Okay. Gosh. Stupid Jacob. Idiot fucking... Jacob. <laughs> oh, oh, you said you said a no no word. I'm sorry. Uh uh-uh. uh. You make me say terrible uh-uh. things that I definitely don't. Hashtag mean. cancel Jess. <laughs> Shot All right. Four. Shot four, motherfuckers. Oh my god, Jessica. Ooh. This is three shots in. This is Three Shots In. I am Jake. I am Jess. And you are listening to a very drunk Jake and Jess tonight. We went into a little uh, tangent about, you know, childhood. Politics. The whole nine. (laughs) 
So here it's, we are recording. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my lips are numb. I'm drunk. Tally entered. Tally's here. <laughs> Half covered in piss. We don't talk about that. Well, you heard us take shots tonight of some disgusting fucking whiskey. It was uh, Seagram's 7. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely fucking hated it. Personally. I don't, I don't know, though. Like, you and I... We're so inexperienced with whiskey. I don't know that we would recognize like the good kind if we found it. Well, I can tell you this. I've never found a good kind that, ever. That's what I mean. Yeah. We we might just not be dark liquor people. Maybe. I don't know. It was gross. It was really gross. Yeah. Thanks, mom, for thank that. You, thank you, mom. She purchased that for us and left it in our house and it was horrible and disgusting. She bought the big bottle too. I know. She was con- confident that we would enjoy it. Yeah. She made us seven and sevens, our very first ones. Speaking of which, that's what we are drinking tonight. It's true. We are drinking seven and seven. That is Seagram seven and seven up mm-hmm. and some lime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made them kind of strong, so they taste kind of shitty, but- uh, You did. They are very strong. It, it is, is what it is. I, as drunk as I am, it is evident there is liquor in here somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a little sip right now and let you know. Oh yeah. That is just, that is, I just taste some whiskey. Oh yeah. <laughs> Has not like, and you know it's going to be worse at the bottom too. Yeah, it's rough. I didn't stir them either. I just kind of poured it in. <laughs> it's going to be real bad. I'm already drunk. Tonight's topic, Jessica, it was an idea suggested by your very husband. My very husband suggested yes. it. And what was that topic? That topic was trends that have led to disaster, tragedy, and death. Okay. You, We're just gonna call you decided, that. right, you decided yeah. to minimize that to uh-huh. just killer trends. Killer trends. <laughs> Could go either way. Is it really cool or is it deadly? I don't know. Well, none of mine are cool. <laughs> Neither are mine. All of mine are bad. Yeah. It is what it is. Do you hear her? Yeah, I hear her licking her fucking flaps. We call, me and Terry call that plipping. Ew. Because that's what it sounds like. Plip, plip, plip. <laughs> are you excited for the topic? I actually am. I, I found am a lot. I had to stop myself from looking at more. I, I was like, too. no, no, no. You don't need to add more. You can make another episode out of it if you want. Yeah. Well, because I found that people of the world are just stupid. Really stupid. But I focus specifically on Americans. <laughs> See, I went, it seems to be a trend. One of us will remain within our borders uh-huh. and the other will traverse outside. Uh-huh. I traversed outside. Okay. So I, I remained domestic. You did. You went international. Yeah. Okay. Except for when I have a brief discussion in the beginning about current trends that are worldwide, including our own country. Okay. That's fair. Yes. Well, without further ado, you ready for the wheel spin? I am. Let's do it. All right. Spin it. Just comes so natural to me now. It's just a, that was a, that was just a good, clean, quick spin. Well, it landed on on one of my my suggestions, okay. and that is describe your first school dance that you attended. Do you answer first because you spun it? I'll answer first, sure. Okay. So the first school dance I ever attended, it was called the Verdugo Dance. It was a. I remember those dances. Yes, it was a. It was held at the the Verdugo area, I guess, in in Burbank, California, which was a middle school dance with the three middle schools that were in the area. That is Luther, Jordan, and Muir mm-hmm. all went together to have host one dance. This dance happened every year and I went to it in my, I don't know, seventh or eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. And man, was it cringy as hell. It was nothing but like lame 
clean versions of club music. Ew. Uh, it was sweaty. Uh. And there was there was way too much grinding. There was an abundant amount of grinding happening. <laughs> and I remember specifically thinking like, wow, this is lame. I want to leave. <laughs> and going to leave and there being like the, you know, the teacher chaperones. Yeah. That were like blocking you in saying you are not allowed to leave the building unless your parent is here to pick you up. And I'm like, homie, it's 7 p.m. I can leave. <laughs> and they would not let me leave the building. Legally, they were responsible for you. Well, legally, I didn't give a fuck. So right. it was horrible. But you could have just said, okay, can I call my dad? And they would have been yeah. obligated to say, okay. Yeah, whatever. There were There was allegedly drug use in the bathrooms. There was alleged sex happening in the closets. I don't know if that's true. All I know is there were girls that I'd never met before dancing on me. There were guys I'd never seen before dancing on girls that I've never seen before <laughs> doing crazy things. It was a wild night. Uh, this was during the time when the grind train was a thing. A grind train? Yes. So do you know what grinding is? I Yeah. So imagine like a massage train, but instead it's, it's penis Pel on butts. It's pelvises. Yes. And then vagina on butt and mm. then penis on butt mm -hmm. and on and on it goes as a whole train of grinding happens i am fortunate enough to say that i did not partake <laughs> <laughs> in said grind train i instead hung out with my friends doing some dancing here and there but mostly just hanging and talking saying this was lame and i'll never return and i didn't mm -hmm. so at least there's that yes but I will go on to say and end my uh, my wheel spin mm -hmm. here. Uh, this was, like I said, in middle school, but every dance in high school was the exact same way. <laughs> <laughs> super cringy, super lame, and very glad that I did not attend the majority of them. Right. So my first school dance was prom. I never went to any before that. Okay. I remember specifically being in the car with dad on the way to a Verdugo dance and on the way there telling him, hey, do you mind if we just like, I don't know, get ice cream or something and then go back home? <laughs> and he was like, are you really? You don't want to go? I don't mind taking you. I'm like, no, it's not that. I just, I didn't want to go before. And now that we're on our way, I'm just really not wanting to. Can we just go back? And he was like, yeah. yeah, that's fine. And then I guess the first school dance I went to was prom. And that was more obligatory just as much as the first one. But it's because it was prom. like. People really made it seem to me that I would regret saying I never went to my prom. Look, if you didn't go to prom, I can see that. Right. But everyone that I know that went to prom thought the exact same thing in. It was wow, fucking lame. I shouldn't have gone to prom. Yes. Yeah. I spent all this money. Mom made a big deal about me getting this dress. I remember. You know, I'm mom and like a bunch of other women in our family saw it as this like rite of passage thing and they made a big deal about coming over and like helping me do my makeup and doing my hair. And it made me really excited because I was like, damn, like people are getting really amped up about this. Okay, I was right. I made the right choice. This is important. False. It was so garbage. The dance I hated is shit. It. The, yeah. the extra activities that they have uh -huh. for you because yeah. they know that their dancing is shit are shit. Shit. Everything's shit. Shit. They had a nice venue. It was pretty, but it fucking sucked. It was lame. Yeah. I hated it. I don't like dancing. 
And I kind of like force myself to dance at like weddings and stuff because I do enjoy the music and I'm like, I want to have fun. What else would I be doing if I wasn't doing this? I'd just be sitting at the table like complaining. So I'll go and I'll dance even if it's like alone because Terry hates it too. But prom blue and had nothing to do with the person I went to. I went with. He was really cool. Treated me great. Wasn't a creep. Like Uh it was it was great with the company I had. But the prom itself sucked. Absolutely lame. We went to a big school. Yeah. Giant school. Yep. In Burbank, which is in L.A. County. We were in a big city with a lot of money and our prom sucked. So I can't even imagine all of you people listening in Kentucky and fucking Kansas and shit. They probably had a fucking blast. I mean, maybe. Right. Like. I mean, my class was like over a thousand. I don't know about your class, but it's fucking huge. And is, these things are massive. And these other classes over in these like small towns and all these little states are, you know, a couple hundred maybe. But like, you know, everybody. So like maybe it was more fun. Maybe it was more awkward. I don't know. Let us know. See, that's another thing. The uh, what is it called? This like school parent system, that group. PTA. But no, there was a like the student group was called something else. I don't know. I can't remember now. Anyway. Though, like those students who were like overachievers and involved in all the school activities and stuff. Oh, 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 oh. they had a fucking blast because they only hung out with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, no, I was nominated for like homecoming something one time. Oh, were you? Yeah. There was no way I was going to win because I'm not friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not nice. And I wasn't nice. Right. So I had no... No hopes of winning, but I was nominated for something. See, I thought I was actually really sweet in high school. I was quiet, but I was sweet to people, I thought. And mom said no. I gave off vibes like, I'm a bitch. Don't fucking talk to me. Should have taken her advice. (laughs) So it is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) Well, that wheel was properly enlightening. Properly enlightening. Who's going first? You're going first. (gasps) Oh, how exciting. Yeah. So let's hear about it, Jessica. What are your killer trends? Hold on. Hold on. I don't want to hold. Just waiting for this computer to kickstart. Do you want me to go first? Because I'm ready right now. No, I mean, I can just open it. We'll just open it then. I Let's am. get to it. That's literally what I'm doing. Do it. Stupid. Stupid. You just repeated what I said. Maybe you repeated what I said before I said it. So I'm psychic? Find your notes, bitch. <laughs> well, all right. So <laughs> today's topic <laughs> was about uh, Killer trends. trends. Killer trends. Killer trends. Killer trends. Um, and... What would a topic like that be without discussing some of the more recent TikTok trends? Yeah. You know, the bad kinds. So I'm going to go over some of those and then we're going to go into some older trends that have ended in tragedy, death, or that third thing I said earlier. Ready? (laughs) Yeah. The outlet challenge. Oh. So it's also been called the penny challenge. Okay. And the challenge involves sliding a penny between the power outlet and the exposed prongs of your cell phone charger. Oh my God, I did see these. Just to see what happens. Yeah. Everyone already knew what would happen (laughs) before they did it, I'm assuming. Or at least whoever first suggested it knew what would happen to Uh these people who tried it. Uh, And they did. And in January 2020, children at a Massachusetts school lit it on fire by doing doing this challenge. Uh, And they now face charges. That's the outlet challenge. Next up, the skull breaker challenge. Huh. That that doesn't sound like a challenge you would want to do. It doesn't sound pleasant. So reportedly, this particular challenge uh, originated in Venezuela. That's not confirmed. Mm. Uh, the original name is... What year? What year was this? I'm not sure. It's TikTok, so recently. 
Mm. So this is sketchy Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I trust anything coming out of Venezuela now. The Venezuelans call it um, romp cranios. And what it actually is, is three friends jumping up and down next to each other before the two on either end kick the feet out from under the middle person so that they fall backward and land on their skulls. Oh, this isn't good fun. That's okay. Right. However, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there is the potential for a serious injury. Mm-hmm. And there was. Okay. The reasons for several injuries in Miami, New Jersey, and Arizona, and also the arrest of two high school teens in Daytona Beach. Oh, no. For this particular challenge, for doing it to someone. It was also someone like they weren't cool with. It wasn't like a friend. They were bullying someone and had been for a really long time. Yeah, I stick with my original thought. Don't trust the Venezuelans. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They'll kick your feet right out from under you. <laughs> yeah, they They'll will. They'll break your skulls. Crush those skulls. Next is the Kiki Challenge. You and I are very familiar with this one. We've seen several TikToks. It's that one where you jump out of the car and you dance to the song as the car is moving. You keep moving with the car. Oh, yep, yep, yep. yep while yep. the person who's driving records you or whatever. <laughs> this one's really bad. Oh, no. So that's the description of the challenge. There are various videos filmed where dancers can be seen tripping over potholes, crashing into telephone poles or just straight up like falling as the car is moving and like possibly getting like their foot run over or something because they land like a shithead. In another case, a woman had her handbag stolen while she was attempting it. (laughs) She she had her purse out with her and someone ran by and grabbed it from her and like booked it. (laughs) And in another case, a much more serious case, uh, another man while trying to do this challenge was hit by another car on the street. (laughs) Whoops. He ended up being okay, though. Who ended up not okay was a 18 year old girl named Anna Warden. Mm. Anna is from Bedendorf, Iowa. She was critically injured when she tripped and hit her head as she was attempting the challenge. She had to be airlifted to the hospital. She was placed in intensive care due to a fracture in her skull, blood clots in her ears, and bleeding in her brain. Oh my God. Anna, who was a dancer since she was very young, now has to learn, relearn to walk. Oh my God. She was a skilled dancer. She wanted to do the challenge and she did it. Anna warns other people about the risks involved with social media challenges. She says, quote, they may seem fun and they may seem easy, but at the same time, they could be so dangerous. Could be. Next up, and this is the last of the TikTok challenges. It's the most notorious one between you and me. We talk about it fairly often or used to. Mm-hmm. The coronavirus challenge. Have <laughs> are, you heard these, of it? are these toilet liquors? Yes. No. <laughs> 22 year old influencer Ava Louise, who has already made it to Dr. Phil two times, <laughs> uh, recently uploaded, and I say recently, it was recently at the time of this article, so probably sometime like late last year or early last year, recently uploaded a nasty clip of herself licking a toilet seat cover of an airplane bathroom. Oh. Yeah. Ava wanted her six seconds of fame. She definitely got it. She even made money off the publicity. And later revealed that she had actually sanitized the toilet and let it sit for 40 minutes before licking it. Yeah, I don't buy that. I don't. It's a fucking airplane. You're telling yeah. me you were in that be- like tight ass bathroom for like 40 straight minutes before yeah. you decided to record. And yourself? the flight attendant didn't knock on that bitch saying, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't buy that at all. No big deal. She didn't get sick. Who did, though, was 
Another social media influencer by the name of Lars claimed he had decided to try the coronavirus challenge for himself and had been infected with the virus just days later (laughs) and ended up in the hospital for several days. I'm sorry, licking a public toilet seat of any kind during any time. Coronavirus or no. (laughs) Pandemic or not. That's absolutely terrible. I don't care how much you have claimed to uh, have disinfected it. Uh, It's not enough. So those are the very recent trends, TikTok trends. They're very notorious in this day and age. And I remember you talking to me a little bit about some other very recent trends you were going to talk yes, about. Yes, yes, I I'm will excited be. to hear about those when it's your it's your time. But for now, I'm going to we're going to go back in in history and talk about some trends that caused some people to die. That's fun. Let's do it. The first of which is crinoline. Crinoline. Have you heard of it? It sounds like a drug. It is not. It's a material used okay. to make dresses. Okay. So crinoline was more popular in the Victorian era. Okay. It was a lighter material than people were used to when it came to like Victorian era dresses. That's what made it so popular. It wasn't so like insulating. So like it wasn't so, it wasn't heavy material. People weren't sweating underneath it so much. It it became very popular. It was all the rage. Women were obsessed with it. And then they wore it, what, during the winter and fucking got cold and died? No. What? So crinoline was made into a rigid sort of cage-like structure that was worn under the ladies' skirts. There were certain like apparatuses that were made so you could like blow air into it like a balloon so that it would really be puffy for like important events, you know, like like balls and stuff and masquerades, Uh you know, Victorian era things. However, because the point of crinoline was that it wasn't heavy, so you could make your bottom part of your dress even bigger which was ideal at that time, women would get their skirts up to like six feet in diameter. Okay. Now, New York Times first reported a phenomenon of crinoline-related casualties in 1858. People started to find out the hard way that crinoline was extremely flammable. Mm. In Boston, a young woman standing by the mantle in her parlor caught fire and within minutes was fully engulfed. Mm. 19 such deaths in England were reported in just a two-month period. Oh, wow. Witnesses of these events were impeded by their own crinolines (laughs) and were forced to watch the victims burn. Oh, wow. In order to avoid them not catching fire also. And now there's a quote, certainly an average of three deaths per week from crinolines in conflagration ought to startle the most thoughtless of the privileged sex. This was from the Times. Like, people are dying. On record. There's no way you miss it. Why are you still wearing it? Well, that's a common thing in our stories tonight. Oh, yes. So <laughs> that, that is basically the topic. So, tragedy occurred shortly after in Philadelphia. Just as this was beginning, nine ballerinas burned to death in the Continental Theater because of their crinolines. Oh, my God. Not ballerinas. Ballerinas. Um, Now, the non-fatal consequences of crinoline, those included entanglement in carriage wheels and being run over. Oh, shit. (laughs) Being toppled by strong winds, which might sound not so great, but did have mortifying consequences, including a case with uh, someone named Monsuelo uh, Montague, the Duchess of Manchester, snagged her hoops, the hoops of her skirt, while she was climbing over a stile. 
and landed upside down, revealing a pair of scarlet knickers. <gasps> Can you believe it? No. Scarlet, Jacob. What a whore. And this next quote from Florence Nightingale herself. Oh my God. I wish that people who wear crinoline could see the indecency of their own dress as other people see it. Mm. Like No fucking- one takes the word of a dirty nurse. <laughs> Back in those days. Filthy nurse. <laughs> Disgusting. She doesn't even own any crinolines. <laughs> <laughs> poor. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty poor. <laughs> Your words mean nothing. <laughs> so that's the end of the crinolines. We're going to talk about a new thing now. And okay. it's not new at all. In fact, it's very old and has been banned for several <laughs> <laughs> okay. for several years. But it's something called foot binding. Oh my God, you told me about this before. Have I? I think you did. You sure? They're all like... (laughs) Are you demonstrating the feet? Yeah, like that. Yeah, it's about like that. Yeah, that's gross. Foot binding. It was a cultural practice existing in China in the 10th century and was a continued practice into uh, 1949. (laughs) Yep. It was officially banned in 1912, however. It usually began when girls were between four and six years old. Some were as young as three. Sometimes they were as old as 12. But mothers, grandmothers, and other female relatives would bound these young girls' feet, and the ultimate goal was to make their feet three inches long. The way they would achieve this... Oh, I'm sorry. And this three-inch long foot was the ideal foot, and it was called the Golden Lotus. Ew. Yes. Not many people, by the way, achieved the Golden Lotus. Mm-hmm. The process, the procedure, in order to achieve it, or Ready attempt to, attempt to achieve it, was either the foot bones were broken... And then bound with bandages, or they were bent gradually. Over time, the four smaller toes were tucked underneath the foot, pressed toward the heel of the foot, and they were wrapped with bandages tightly to ensure that they would distort. Each time the feet were unbound, the bandages and the feet were cleaned of any dead skin, blisters, dried blood, or pus. And the process would cause, in many people, multiple of these following uh, side effects, Mm. including paralysis, gangrene, ulceration, and of course, death. Death? Death from infection. Ugh. (laughs) Ugh. Binding the feet would continue for the rest of the girl's life in order to prevent the feet from trying to heal. And decorative shoes and leggings were worn over the bandages to disguise the wound. Gross. Yes. The origin is unknown, but most seem to agree that it was motivated by the male erotic fascination with the shape and point of court dancers' feet, basically like ballerinas at the time. Gross. Some believe it was inspired specifically by a 10th century court dancer who wrapped her feet in silk. Foot binding started in the upper class, uh, but it rapidly spread in popularity, and poorer families would do it, but they couldn't afford bandages. Um, and they also couldn't afford their young women to not be able to work. So they would wait till they were much older, like a, a approaching marrying age, and would do it to make them seem more attractive to people like suitors. And then once she was actually married and someone did pay her, what is it called? I don't know if a dowry is a dowry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Once she was actually married, the bandages were taken off. Her feet were allowed to heal. Uh, and that was because of necessity to return to the workforce. Jesus Christ. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) We're going to cripple you so that you can get married and then you need to heal fast, bitch, because you got to get to work. (laughs) Yes. That's so fucked up. (laughs) You're not hot unless your feet are three inches long. (laughs) 
<laughs> but once you're married, you don't need to be hot. You got to work. Yeah. Get the fuck to it. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. So I also have here, uh, after those two, the very first thing that came to mind when Terry suggested this in the first place, and you know of it too, they talked about it in um, Penny Dreadful. Uh-huh. I didn't think it was real. I mean, I hoped it wasn't, but I was like, maybe I should look that up and see if it is. I did. And what they talk about in Penny Dreadful is... is arsenic? Eye drops containing nightshade from the belladonna plant. Mm, I have heard of this. Yes. So, uh, in the Victorian era, of course, people were obsessed with beauty. And the belladonna, or the deadly nightshade, is one of the most poisonous plants in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, the berries of the belladonna, they're dark and beautiful. They look like they're edible. They're not. Oh. Uh, they actually contain strong dosages of propane alkaloids, which can be fatal in even small quantities. Mm. So, for some reason, doe-eyed women, literally doe-eyed, like large-pupiled women, were seen to be much more attractive and beautiful than, you know, their natural-looking counterparts. Mm-hmm. So in order to dilate and enlarge their pupils, women would take oil from the nightshade or belladonna plant or the berries, the oil that came off of that, and use droplets of that, like an eyedropper, drop that into their eyeballs to make their pupils dilate, you know, for hotness. Right. That's what, it was like Victorian era Instagram models. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, they were influencers. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. So they did that, you know, in order to achieve maximum hotness. <laughs> yes. And uh, the penalties of that were blindness, rapid heartbeat, dry mouth, slurred speech, light sensitivity, inability to urinate, loss of balance, flesh, skin, memory loss, confusion, hallucinations, and death. That was a long list. Yes. That was was a pretty big list. (laughs) Yes. And what was the only positive? Your eyes. You have hot eyes. Oh, you got some sexy eyes. Really sexy eyes. Yeah, your heart's going to stop and you're going to die, but you'll look hot. Well, because that was another point made by. I think it was in the show, but I think I read it somewhere when I was looking this up, that women would do just like, you know, oh, it's dangerous. I know that. I fully know that. Like, all of these women knew that. It's fucking nightshade, dude. Like, this wasn't a secret, even in the Victorian era. They would take just, you know, just one, just one drop in this eye and one in the other, no big deal. But as they continued it, like, on the daily, they would build up immunity. Yeah, you would need two drops. You'd have to use more and more. More and more in order to get the desired effect. And then they would just fucking die because they poisoned themselves slowly but surely. Oh, man. Jesus. The cost of beauty. Next up, lead face paint. Whoa. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Lead? Lead. Face paint? Lead You can't even paint your walls with lead. Not anymore. (laughs) There's a a reason. And I'm about to give you exactly what those reasons are. Jesus. So people were just putting it straight up, straight on their faces and not understanding why their skin was like all fucked up from it. Just not getting it. However, they just didn't use enough Neutrogena. (laughs) That's what it was. At the time, ghost white faces were a symbol of wealth and beauty. And I think you remember Queen Elizabeth I. You're a history buff. Queen Elizabeth I and all of her portraits and stuff is white faced, like kind of like like a geisha or whatever. Same with like Marie Antoinette. Yes. Marie Antoinette Mm -hmm. also was like that. Even dudes were like that at the time. Mm -hmm. Like it was just powder your face until you look dead basically. And then like paint on blush. So it looks like you're still alive. Yes. So Queen Elizabeth the first, she, she was no stranger to this. She was also super into it, you know, for the sake of hotness. Um, She would paint ghost white lead onto her face 
in order to cover her smallpox scars because she did have it apparently. Okay. Um, aristocratic Roman women in particular would use white lead paint and uh, powder called cerusa as a base for all of their cosmetics. Also, ancient Egyptian eyeliner was made out of lead, sulfate, copper, and coal. European women and men between the 15th and 18th centuries would use cream made out of white lead mixed with vinegar to achieve the dead white look that was all the rage. And the side effects of all of these were skin discoloration, erosion of dental enamel, hair loss, and illness. Continued use, obviously, would mean death. Yeah. And this did happen for one uh, historically noted person in the 18th century, Countess Maria Coventry, the Countess of Coventry, Uh just so you know, if you didn't get that from her name, is the best known example of someone who died, specifically because of her affinity for lead-filled makeup. Jesus. Oh, yes. They don't even put lead in pencils anymore. No, because that's how toxic it it is. (laughs) Jesus. No big deal. Jacob, that was a long time ago. I mean, you you know better than me. What what time was the Queen Elizabeth I around? Fuck, I don't know. 16, 1500s? Countess Maria Coventry was in the 18th century. Mm-hmm. What does the 18th century mean? Does that actually mean... That means 17. Okay. Well, we're progressing. People are learning things. And in 1898, <laughs> Marie Curie discovered radium. <laughs> Oh my God. Are these the factory workers? No. Is that what this is? No. Okay, what is it then? I don't... Radium was widely used in the cosmetic industry. (laughs) Yeah. It was most common in France. One of the first brands of radioactive beauty treatments was Theradia. They made a line of beauty products, including perfumes, creams, facial powders, and lipsticks that contained thorium chloride and radium. (laughs) Oh my God, lipstick. You're ingesting it. Oh, Jesus Christ. In England, the Radior Company also introduced a line of cosmetics containing radium, including a night cream, rouge, compact powder vanishing cream, talcum powder, hair tonic, and skin soap. Jesus Christ, let's get it everywhere. Oh. They, it was advertised to energize people's skin. Yeah. But what it actually caused... <laughs> oh, it was energized, all right. ...was vomiting, anemia, internal bleeding, and cancer. Yeah. So that that was a trend that didn't last all that long. Right. Yeah, they used, I think it was radium in factories to paint the clocks. That way they would glow in the dark. Yeah. So that the factory workers could work at night and know what time it was. Was that dangerous? They all got cancer. Because of the clocks. Because the clocks were painted with radium. Not, not their because, faces. Not because they were painting their faces or their <laughs> lips with radium. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Extremely dangerous. And uh, that lesson was learned, but not quick enough. Yeah, I bet. And the very last one I have on my list. Mm -hmm. Because so far, this has been mostly female-centric makeup. So far, these have been going on in the female community. Sure, but during the eras that you're talking about, males also wore makeup just as often as women did. True, but they didn't wear it as heavy. It also wasn't as expected of them. Okay. I'm only assuming that because of all like the actual like deaths on record. Okay. It was mostly just women who died. Maybe men are just more resistant to lead and radium. Maybe. Who knows? It's all that testosterone just really cancels the radium out. I just wanted you to make, I wanted to make sure you knew that men weren't exempt from wanting to be hot. Right. To want it, wanting to be 
you know, fashionably on trend and cool and hip. Mm -hmm. So in the 19th century, something that became very popular in the fashion, the male fashion industry was the stiff high collar. And what that was, was a collar that you could attach to a shirt and then detach whenever you, I don't know, weren't out and about when you were home. So it's like a, like a clip on tie. Basically, but it was to make your collar seem very stiff and like starched. Like a, like a corset? It's similar, yeah. Meaning you wouldn't have to constantly, like that was a, that was a struggle that men had in the 19th century. You wouldn't have to constantly change your, your shirt so that the collar wasn't like deflated because of like sweat and stuff. I'm, I'm assuming here, I am making an assumption that this led to disproportionate blood flow. Mm, I don't know what you mean. And possible suffocation. Let's see. <laughs> so, like I said, the stiff high collar made in the 19th century. It was nicknamed the father killer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a detachable collar. Like I said, it was meant for men to have the convenience of not having to change their shirt every single day. Because shirts weren't something you could just afford. People had like maybe two. <gasps> the father killer. <laughs> yes. I'm so stuck on that. Starched stiffness proved to be lethal. <laughs> and someone, I, I really tried to figure out who this person was. It just said Strevens. I, I couldn't find the whole name. But someone named Strevens is quoted saying that the stiff high collar could cut off the blood supply to the, <laughs> the corroded artery. Edwardian men would wear the stiff high collar as a fashion accessory. They'd go to their gentlemen's clubs, have a few glasses of port, and nod off in a winged armchair <laughs> with their heads <laughs> tilted forward. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. In 1888, a man whose name was John Cruzzi, he was found dead in the park, and quote, the coroner thought that the man had been drinking had seated himself on a bench and fell asleep. As such, his head dropped over on his chest, and then his stiff collar stopped the windpipe, and in this case, the blood flow, causing death to ensue from asphyxia and apoplexy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The father killer. <laughs> the father killer. That's how popular, that's how consistent these deaths were, that it got a nickname. That is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and that that brings my my information to an end. But there was a lot more I could have looked into. I stopped. Oh my god. I was so fucking tempted. I stopped um at stiff the stiff high collar. But right after that was like I can't remember. I can't remember now. Well, I know we've talked it about it on the show. Tempting. The the people like literally ingesting arsenic. That's what it was. It was the uh, arsenic dress. <laughs> yeah, people literally were ingesting arsenic because they thought it made them look hotter. In what way? I don't know. But they would have to ingest it and then eventually grow an immunity <clears throat> and they'd have to ingest more and more until they literally would poison themselves. Yes, for the sake of hotness. So for those of you who are just like really fed up with the Instagram model world, I mean, pretty much just anyone on the internet who is very vain this stuff has been going on for a really long time. Yeah, or how about, you know what else is literally poison? Botox. <laughs> it is literally poison being injected into your face. Prove it. So the next time you With go for science. your for your Botox treatment, <laughs> maybe just do a quick 
even Wikipedia search on what that is, not even a legitimate search, just a Wikipedia one. You read about the Botox. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's literally happening now. We're joking about people fucking putting <laughs> nightshade in their eyes and ingesting arsenic to look hot. Mm -hmm. People are literally injecting Botox into their face. Painting lead and radium onto their faces yeah. and mouths. They're doing it now. They're doing it now. So people have always been this way. You just see it now. You see it a lot more often because of access to the Internet. Except today, doctors do it. <laughs> Volunteer to do yeah. it. Yeah. People with medical degrees are like, oh, yeah, I'll inject poison in your face. <laughs> oh, well, on man. that note, on that note, we it is time for the break. Yes. So, OK, we will go to break now. See you guys soon. No, I don't mind. I mind you interrupting my podcast. Idiot. Piece of shit. Gay ass podcast. I love you. I mean, there's a reason why I sat there and I watched Alex Jones talk about all of his supplements that he sells. He has a great voice. He does. He's got a nice, he deep does. voice. Yeah. As crazy as some of the things he says. Are you trying to have sex with me? <laughs> <laughs> Theo Chewy and well, so no I know he got deported a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> he did our Theo lives in Rosarito now <laughs> what the fuck was that for it's a sound just just let it ha stop just one sound was enough <laughs> We don't need two at the same time. One, one wasn't. <laughs> one was enough. You, you, but <laughs> you can't do all the sounds. Let it die. Stop. Am and I depriving works. my children of proper life lessons by not mistreating them? I think so. Why would you yawn into the microphone? Oh, I can't do what you do. Oh, do you want to do that? Do you want to engulf I can't them open, off? Yeah, I can't open my mouth that wide. All you have to do is properly engulf them off. I don't know what that means. I know what you're thinking. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. We've already run this joke. We can't use it. No, this is all cut. <laughs> Come with me, Ray. Stop. Let me fuck your asshole. <laughs> Shrek 2 holds up. Yes. Shrek 2 is amazing. <laughs> well, because it was less about story and more about humor. In that yeah. One. Well, especially, dude, like they were, they kept it so realistic, right? When the fairy godmother is like scolding the shit out of her grandson right? Like screaming at him in the car. And then they get up to the drive-thru window and she's like super polite. <laughs> like, like no idea that there was a, this crazy argument happening. And she orders her meal. And she's like, oh, thank you, darling. And the, like, the window goes back up and immediately it's back to yelling <laughs> at Prince Charming. We've all been there. I cried. Yeah. I cried when I watched yeah. it. Yeah. When Mew was beating the shit out of Mewtwo? No. No, it was- uh, Pikachu? 
beating up beating other up Pikachu. Pikachu. Oh. I have taken it four <laughs> times. Two times Gryffindor, two times Slytherin. Hey, I here know. we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's what bonds us. Yes. Sliver, Slytherin. <laughs> Slytherin. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the pop-off. He was younger, like a lot younger. We weren't, we were just a twinkle in daddy's you know, balls. <laughs> I was like, uh, a twinkle in his what? <laughs> in the tip of his wiener. <laughs> All right. Break time is over. That was a long break. You might've heard some shots in that break. That is because this is a completely different day. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes we have nights where we're really tired. <laughs> Yeah, so the story that you hear in the second part of this break, which would be my story, was actually recorded the last time. Before this. So you don't need to worry your head about it because we're going to handle it in the whole editing process. Mm. It'll just sound so smooth. If we didn't say anything, you'd have no idea. Yep. That's the beauty of But we said it because we love you and we think you should know this stuff. Honesty is the best policy. That's correct. Jessica, yes. please spin our absolutely real wheel. I will. You are a stupid, stop it. <laughs> strong, strong. Thank you. That was hard for me. I heard it. I heard we the effort to, that that took. We need to re-oil it. Yeah, it does need some oil. It does. There was some resistance. I wasn't expecting that. I think we have some uh, WD-40 in the garage. Yeah, yeah, can, yeah. You know, if we ran out, we can ask TJ for some. Yeah. He always has some on hand just in he case. He always does. Yeah, he really, uh, really likes to keep things oiled. It's true. Uh, this was one uh, that I wrote, and that is most annoying classmate, parentheses, don't name, close parentheses. So I want you to describe your most annoying classmate and why they were so annoying, but don't name them. And also, let's not even give them a gender. Let's Let's just make it like absolutely blank, <laughs> like no, no anything, like no way that anyone can know who this is unless they went to high school with you and they know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. Um, this person, let's they go. were in, let's just say either a Scouts or a Brownies. Okay. But they were the kind that were like really into it. Yeah, I know. the I know the type. And they were the kind that like were all about that to the point that that's pretty much all they talked about. Oh, that's gross. That was their whole life. That's what they were into as a kid. As a kid. Yeah. What what age is this? Senior year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I was annoyed by this person all the way up until senior year. And then I entertained being their friend. They were actually a really cool person when they weren't talking about that. Uh-huh. But then they continued to talk about that. And that kind of put a, let's just say, put a stint on our growth friendship wise. Yeah. Which was a bummer because they were a really cool person. But at the same time, I'm not into offering you donations for things I'm not interested in mm. as much as you may ask me to and get upset when I don't. Okay. Other than, other than that, they were great. What about you? Other than that, I loved them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'm gonna make a guess real quick. Okay. And we can bleep out all of the specifications. Specificities? Yeah, we can bleep those out, but I'm gonna say, Jessica, was this in fact who was in fact scout? It was a and yes. Scout, yes. Yes. Yeah, that adds up because I knew one of them. Did you? <laughs> I did. This is one of the this is one of those uh we'll just call them scouts. Could be a boy, could be a girl, I don't know. Who knows? This is one of those scouts that said that they absolutely could get me to a waterfall on a hike. And this is one of those scouts that did in fact get me lost getting to said waterfall and ended up at the weird government secret dam. <laughs> This is when you ended up with a tick on your belly button. I had a tick, not on my belly button. And the FBI chased you out of the national park. The the FBI escorted us <laughs> out of this apparently really secret area. Okay. Yeah. So this person. Yes. Went to high school. Yeah. And this person was on a sports team. And you know how every sports team has that person that's technically on the sports team? Only technically? But only technically. Meaning they don't do much? They don't do anything. They're just there. They're on the sports team. Yes. So this was one of those people. And they thought, like, they were hot shit. Yeah. And everyone knew who this person was, but it wasn't because this person was popular. It's because this person liked to just push themselves into every single click and make their voice heard and try to be known and try to be friends with everyone. For the sake of it. Yeah. And it's not that this person was was mean or rude or or disrespectful in any way. Like this person was was very kind. But annoying. Very annoying. I, I can't think of a single person that was genuinely friends with this person. And it's because this person was straight up just like tried to be like tight, close friends with everyone. And it just didn't work for 99% of the people. Well, of course not. Yeah, it was rough. So obviously, right? The day I graduated high school, right after graduation, on the way to the to the Shakey's Pizza, I went on Facebook. I love Shakey's. Uh, it's delicious. I went on Facebook and I went on Instagram and I unfollowed and unfriended everyone that I didn't like, which was the majority of, of my my <laughs> friends and followers. Yes. So I went through and I I dis I unfriended and I I unfollowed a lot of people and like had them unfollow me because you can do that. Right, I switched uh -huh. everything to private and I was like, none of you motherfuckers are going to know anything <laughs> that I'm doing. This is one of those people and this person that I was talking about. And they have straight up sent me, I don't know how many friend requests and I keep denying them and they keep sending it <gasps> they again. They resend? Yes. Oh my God. It's been at least four or five times since high school, which was about what? Six years ago. Which tells you only that they haven't changed. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I understand. I'm an asshole. I just, I, I, I understand. I don't want to be friends with the majority of people. I don't want to be friends with you either. But here we are. Right. Like 50 episodes deep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, we're not quite. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. This we're is like 45 episodes. No, 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 no. Even more. This is going to be 46. No, this, this one's 23, Jessica. That means we're 48 episodes in. <laughs> Well, it helps that we're related and a lot of getting through childhood was adapting to each other's presence. Yeah. Okay. So second wheel has been satiated. I guess it's time to hear about your killer trends. I'm very glad that it is time for this. <laughs> Did you have fun doing this research? Yeah. Too much fun <laughs> was had. 
especially because these trends are so stupid <laughs> that they're amazing. Yeah. Here we go. So in no particular order, we are starting with first train crashes. Train crashes? Train crashes. During the 1890s, of course, this is in America, people realized that watching mass destruction was a cool, fun pastime. What? Yeah. Specifically, watching trains crash into each other was a whole bunch of fun. So they would set up tracks and trains to run and to crash into each other. People yeah. weren't on the trains. They would do it, you know, quote unquote, safely. Okay. But in 1896, a publicity stunt in Texas, of course. Of course. Was put together where two trains were going to crash into one another, right? Mm -hmm. People gathered to watch the two trains crash head on into one another. And after the trains did in fact crash, right? It was gonna happen. They're on the exact same track. The boilers on the trains exploded, sending shrapnel into the giant crowd. Oh no. Leading to two immediate deaths. Oh no. And many, many injuries. Oh my God. Yes. So after all of the bodies were taken to either the morgue or the hospital, the crowd began swarming the wreck to take pictures with it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. Instagram has always existed. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. <laughs> um, and this trend did continue for another 90 years, give or take. My God. Yes, meaning in the late 1900s, this was still technically a thing. I'm sure they made it more safe and whatnot. There weren't boilers and all that stuff, but... You mean they, they learned the hard way the first time? They learned time. the hard way. Hey, maybe <laughs> we shouldn't send two bombs into each other. Yeah. But that was still a thing. People loved watching trains crash into each other. And I mean, look, we do too. We go on YouTube and we watch epic train crashes and shit like that. And they waited until the bodies were taken away to then go and take pictures with the train crash. How respectful. Right? Very respectful, yeah. Very Instagram. <laughs> yes! <laughs> of these people in the 1800s. <laughs> Next, this one I had a lot of fun with. Dance marathons. Beginning... As simple dance contests in the 1920s, dance marathons became a thing, a big thing, during the Great Depression in the 20s and 30s. A woman named Alma Cummings <laughs> danced for 27 hours nonstop with six different partners that just couldn't hang with her. They, oh, couldn't, they couldn't keep up. They couldn't party. She just had to keep swapping them. And after this, people began to want to beat Alma's dance record. So people would pay 25 cents to watch couples test their endurance on the dance floor. As popularity rose, official rules began to be created. Understandably. Here, here are some of those rules. Okay. The couple must remain moving at all times. Yes. So that could be dancing. They apparently allowed walking, jogging, running, just moving your body in any way, nonstop. Yes. Okay. Eventually, food and bathroom breaks were allowed, so long as one dancer remains on the dance floor to represent the couple. Okay. So one of the couple can go to the bathroom while the other one keeps moving and then comes back and so on and so on. And some competitions even allowed nap breaks. And again, so long as one of the pair remained dancing, but you could nap. 
So because of these additional rules, the dance contests- Real serious. They got very serious, and they went from just lasting as long as a human can possibly stay awake, uh, on to days, weeks, and some in some cases even months. No. Yes. No. Yes. In 1923, 27-year-old Homer Morehouse was competing in a dance marathon for over 87 hours before collapsing from exhaustion and dying immediately on the dance floor. Oh my God. Yeah, it does happen. Oh boy. I know. And in 1928, Seattle thought, hey, we can make some money from this. Let's, let's host our very first dance marathon. And so they did. And one Gladys Lenz decided to join the competition. Now- Gladys Lenz, you say? Lenz, L-E-N-Z, Lenz. Okay. So there were, there were cash prizes if you won these competitions. I imagine. This is back in 1928, and the first place prize was $1,000. Okay. So Damn. that's pretty big. Yeah, that's a pretty lot. Pretty big then. Gladys, unfortunately for her, wanted to enter this competition to make money so that she can afford to pay for her child to be sent to live with her. Because currently her child lived with her ex-husband. So she joined the competition, didn't get a job, joined the competition. Because she thought, oh, I can do that. Won $1,000. Easy. This particular competition required that every participant be moving 24-7 with 15-minute rest periods every hour. Okay. Okay, so every hour you can rest 15 minutes, but other than that, you're moving the other 45 minutes. After competing for 19 days, Gladys was eliminated in fifth place. Oh no. She only won $50, which was not enough to pay for her child. She was so distraught and angry that Gladys then attempted suicide by leaving the gas running in her home. Oh no. I know, very sad. That doesn't make sense, fuck you Gladys. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. My child can't live with me, so I'm just gonna you know, make it so that he doesn't have a mother because I didn't win the dance competition. Yeah. Get fucked, Gladys. Yeah. Well, she's dead by now. Well, yeah. It I, was the 1920s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she did not die by her suicide attempt. She died probably by old age or, you know, World War II or something. I don't know. Another dance competition, perhaps. Maybe. <laughs> so Seattle was not down with Gladys trying to kill herself, and they immediately banned dance marathons within city limits. Many cities eventually followed suit and outlawed these dances, but they do still happen even today. Although usually they have a time limit on the dances, usually between 12 and 24 hours, and they're only to raise money for charities. There is no prize money because, you know, people get very competitive. Well, yeah. Um, have you ever heard of truckathons? No. It's not what you think. There is a truck involved, but all you have to do is keep one hand on it. For as long as possible. Oh, is this like touching a car yeah. type of thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a, I'm pretty sure they're called truckathons, where you just, you put a hand on it, a, a truck of, yeah, and some, if, if of you someone's remove, choice. If you, if you stop touching it, you're out. Yeah. Yeah. They do that for money. For like a personal money, that doesn't go to charity. Well, because you win the car. Usually, that's what I thought it was. You win the car. I don't know. The, I mean, the last, the last time I actually looked into one of those, not to do it, but like what happened, mm -hmm. it was... A certain amount of money you won, not mm. the truck itself. It was someone else's truck that they volunteered for the competition. I would never. <laughs> I don't want your greasy ass hands don't on my truck. Don't touch my car. <laughs> don't think so. 
Well, moving on to the final topic, internet challenges. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. We talked a little bit about that. We did. We're going to start with one that everyone's heard of. Okay. That is the Tide Pod Challenge. Ah, uh, yes. I am familiar. So this was popularized on YouTube and TikTok. The idea was to eat a Tide Pod because they appeared to resemble a delicious candy. That's, I mean, okay. Yeah. Very colorful. Sure. Bite-sized. The plastic dissolves. It looks delicious, <laughs> right? Yeah. So the challenge ended up resulting in, shocker, eight deaths mm. and many, many hospitalizations mm. due to ingesting poison. Mm, from what? Uh, only God knows, right? Does he? Uh, maybe. Only, only he does? Only he. Uh, if only the packaging of these said Tide Pods had reported the dangers of consuming them. The hazard? Yeah, of... maybe people wouldn't have done it. <laughs> Except that they did, which is why no one could sue them. <laughs> yeah, this is why every product imaginable has to have so much writing on the outside yes. of its labeling, like yes. its box. How many times do you see something and it says for external use only, and you're like, I have no idea how you would even use this internally. Yeah. No, I, I'm not going to put this bleach on my insides. <laughs> why would I? Why would I do this? There's a reason why your McDonald's coffee lids say caution hot like seven times on them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the the Tide Company wasn't sued because they couldn't be because they put mass amounts of warnings over their products. Didn't stop people. They still ate them. They still died and they were still hospitalized. Yeah. So that is a thing. I mean, that makes sense to me. If someone can be convinced to lick a public toilet seat because one other person did, I'm just not shocked at this yeah. point. Well, moving on, this next internet challenge is actually edible. Oh. But is it? The cinnamon challenge. Oh. Popularized on YouTube, right? The challenge involved eating a spoonful of cinnamon and trying to swallow all of it in 60 seconds without any water. Oh, is it the dragon one? They it was it the, the red the, dragon. The red dragon. It was because people would like cough and it would just shoot out the cinnamon. It looked yeah. like a dragon. It right? looked like you were breathing fire. Yeah. It would like a, in my next note right here. It said causing hilarious spit takes, <laughs> minor choking. The challenge seemed harmless. It did. It did. Except it isn't because cinnamon is made with tree bark that contains cellulose. Now, I don't know if you know this, Jessica, but cellulose is very hard for our bodies to break down. Okay. Very, very difficult. If it gets in your lungs, it could just stay there. Oh no. Causing inflammation, <laughs> thickening of lung tissue, scarring, pneumonia, and collapsed lungs. Wow. Yeah. So I'm guessing this happened to somebody. Though the challenge was dangerous, Jessica, and led to many hospitalizations, mm -hmm. Only a few died from it. Only a few. So, not not crazy, right? But one of the deaths included a four-year-old boy who oh, no. accidentally induced a seizure and died. Oh, that's so sad. Yep. Keep that cinnamon locked up. Don't let your kids be uh, taking spoonfuls of cinnamon for for the, the YouTube clout, as they call it. Wow. Yeah. That's the thing. Next one, this one may surprise you as being dangerous, but it's called the Benadryl Challenge. I am not shocked at all <laughs> that that is dangerous. Um, have you ever seen me on Benadryl? I can't say that I have, no. I hallucinate. Interesting. 
Now, I don't mean, I don't think they're real hallucinations. I'm not seeing like the room I'm in and seeing things in that room. It's almost like dreaming. Like I'm like, I'm trying not to fall asleep, Mm -hmm. which I guess it's Benadryl. So that could actually be the case. Uh, And I start saying things that don't make sense. Right. Right. Well, funny that you say that because this was popularized through YouTube and TikTok. And the challenge was to take a bunch of Benadryl, usually 10 to 15 pills. Oh, my God. In order to induce hallucinations. Oh, this is very Elvis Presley. Very, (laughs) very Elvis Presley. Yes. Yes. That was the challenge. Induce hallucinations while you are being recorded so that your fans can see it. Due to the Benadryl challenge, one teen ended up in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Her mother took her to the emergency room because she was, you know, tripping balls. Of course. She had a resting heart rate. I'm going to say that again. A resting heart rate. Meaning she's not moving. She's sitting still. Of 199 beats per minute due to overdosing on the Benadryl, right? Luckily slash unfortunately, only one death is recorded. A 15-year-old girl from Oklahoma died due to trying the challenge. And after her death, the challenge began to disappear from the internet. Makes sense. Like I said, luckily slash unfortunately. It's unfortunate for that girl. Luckily for all the other idiots on the internet, Mm. they did not partake. Yes, definitely. Because they thought, oh, hey, this is a literal drug that we're just popping. Maybe we shouldn't take these anymore. And you know what I have to say? All these assholes. Do you remember? Do you remember going to the store and because all these assholes were eating the fucking Tide Pods, the fucking Tide Pods were locked up. I in do. the fucking box and you had to be you had to show your like license the, like the cigarettes yeah you, you had to show your license to buy tide pods yeah yeah same <sighs> shit happened with benadryl you had to have it was all locked up you had to have your fucking license to purchase benadryl it's same shit happened with bluebell ice cream what yeah because people were fucking because bluebell doesn't taking, have the plastic taking the, plastic cap, cover. the lid off they and licking the top. licking the fucking ice cream and so they had fucking police officers posted in the ice cream sections of grocery stores well, because they were being disgusting. Yes. What a stupid fucking challenge. Yes. Like what, you look cooler because you stuck your tongue on food in the grocery store? Disgusting. Like a homeless? You gross me out. I hate you. <laughs> you, you, if you posted a video of you licking ice cream and putting it back in the freezer, like not only are you gross and nasty and immoral, but I hate you. I hate you. You're nasty. If you listen to this show, there are things I want to say to you. That would be bleeped out and cut out. So I won't say it. (laughs) But yourself, you motherfucker. Yourself. Any of us who worked in any sort of store that sold groceries, you know, homeless people go in there and they pretend they're going to buy things and they're actually eating. I've seen it myself. But then there's also people who are obviously not homeless. People who are wearing like brand name clothing who will go into Costco and grab the large bag of grapes and snack on it the entire time uh they're shopping and then put the half eaten bag back where it was and not pay for it. Yeah. And it's like like watching the opening to the Mick. Mm, Yes. That's, that's about all I meant to say. I know I've had it happen before where I picked up like a little bag of the grapes, the Ziploc grapes you can get in the grocery, like produce section. Mm, the, The top's always open thinking it was fine because this one was closed. Mm. I was like, okay, obviously I'm not going to go grab the open ones where like all the top grapes have been picked off. Like, I'm not going to do that. Obviously people have been eating that. That's pretty gross to me. I don't know you. 
you could be diseased. And so I picked one up and then didn't find out until I got home and had paid the full price for it because those they don't charge you on those by weight. Right. Um, got home and found out that the entire bot they had turned it. The entire bottom half had been eaten. So they ate the top, turned it so that you couldn't see it and then closed it. Gross. So that I would buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you or anyone that you know, listener, I'm talking to you. If you or anyone you know have done that, fuck you. Fuck you. And fuck them. Stop listening. How dare you? This podcast isn't for you. You're disgusting. Fuck you. I hate you. I hate you too. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. That was fun. (laughs) I feel feel good now. I feel better. Me too. All right, let's move on to- uh, to I threw the the grapes away, by the way. That's good, because that's fucking nasty. (laughs) Yes. So let's go ahead and do this third wheel spin. Okay. I will be spinning it this time because your spin was- I don't think that's fair. Your spin was a little weaker. I think I should spin it. Get your hand. Get your hand. Get your hand away. No, I- Well, we landed on one of your, your topics. And it is? Cringiest thing ever YouTubed. Oh, wow. Since I spun, I will go first. That's a difficult question. So it really isn't. (laughs) <laughs> like I, I can, I can pinpoint the exact cringiest things. Okay. So we choose, we, we're, you know, sadists, right? That means that you enjoy watching or inflicting pain on yourself. Or on yourself. That, yes. Yeah. So we're sadists. Yes. And we enjoy inflicting pain on ourselves via YouTube and we'll sit around and we'll look up, you know, X cringe or Y cringe, whatever. So during one of our TikTok cringe sessions, yes, we stumbled upon the cat people cringe. I don't know what you mean by that. The the cat girls. Do you mean the e girls that wear cat ears and hiss? Yes. Yes. And they do the weird videos, and like their hands like curl, and their eyes like or their their face like turns to the side, and they like wiggle. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. They wear colored contacts and fake fangs. Yes. And they talk about using their litter box. Yeah. So we have, in fact, looked up the Therian cringe and stuff like that. Mm, what and do you mean by Therian? Therian. So Therians, I'm glad you asked. I'm very glad you asked. Me too. They are people who, they are human beings that feel that they were not actually born a human being. What were they actually born as? Any animal. It could be a wolf, wolf therian. It could be a, a cougar therian. It could a be a, pan, a panther therian, a squirrel therian. Raccoon. And it, uh, sure, yeah. And it, it basically Say is, it. what? Raccoon therian. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they are animals that were, unfortunately, their souls were placed in the bodies of humans. You know, I'm friends with one. His name is Travis. He's, an, he's a possum. Is he? Mm-hmm. A possum Therian. Well. He crinkles. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. We're not talking about crinkling. Why? On, on Why this not? episode. Why wouldn't we talk about it? No. No crinkling here. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, please, please, please Google it and read all about it. So these, these animal people cringe videos, mm. they really, really get to me. Yes. And I can feel my whole body tense when okay. they when they speak and okay. when they do okay. their things. Um, and then a very close second is going to be the people that that eat the food very close to the camera. 
Mm. I feel like what you mean is like the muck muck bangs muck bangs ASMR. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't like those. Right. Yeah. No. Neither do I. Because inevitably there are unnecessary moans and close-ups on the mouth and tongue. And I feel like they don't brush their teeth or floss properly. No, it's a lot of very unhealthy gums. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of that. Uh huh. I feel like if you were going to build a career or I mean any kind of income you would think if you were going to be a mukbanger that you'd brush your teeth you'd take great care of your teeth and gums because that is literally the show maybe pay for dental maybe take out an insurance policy on your teeth that's what I'm saying Gordon Ramsay has an insurance policy literally an insurance policy on his palate can immediately recognize unhealthy gums because of how fucking ass grody they are There's a lot of unnecessary sexual sounds and some really fucking, you know, gingivitis-y gums. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The line of yellow in between each tooth. The gunk. There's the gunk there. You could easily scrape it off or fucking floss or brush decently. And their their tongues always have like shit on them. They're always chalky. Yeah. So, Jessica. Yes. What was the cringiest thing you ever YouTubed? Oh, man. Um, We'll see... Terry and I are enthusiasts for YouTube cringe. So there's a lot I have to weed through in my brain pan at the moment. I know just today we looked up a video where a son encouraged his mom to begin an OnlyFans account and offered to be the manager of her account Uh, (laughs) for the sake of extra pocket money. (laughs) This was in the UK, but I have absolutely no doubt that it is either already happening in the US or it will soon. There's a lot of photo shoots where they're kind of gazing into each other's eyes, strangely. Yeah, I don't really get it. But he's the manager of her OnlyFans account. He encouraged her to start it. And... He gets a portion of the profit. Are there nudes? Yeah, probably. Ugh. I don't know that for a fact, but I also was too depressed about learning about this to investigate. Ugh. <laughs> I can't even fucking imagine. That's gross. That's fucking gross. There was a magazine article about Ugh. this specific pair. His idea was that he could get a whole lot more pocket change if he encouraged his mom to do OnlyFans. She already had an Instagram account where she was posting like pretty slutty photos. Ugh. None of them nude, mind you. Like they were all fully clothed, but the cleavage was intense always because of how fake her boobies were. And people were huge fans of it. And he was like, hey, you're making money off Instagram. Why don't you just start an OnlyFans? You'll make so much more money. And so will I. Gross. Gross. Do they live in California? No, they're in the UK. Mm. This sounds like a very California thing. I know. Gross. I'm going to end this episode. Hey, guys, if you like what you heard or you didn't or you or you have some <laughs> some additional, you know, wheel spins or topic ideas, go ahead and email that to us. You can do that at fanmail at three shots dot com. Go ahead and subscribe to us on Patreon. You can actually message us through there. You can get to that Patreon by going to three shots dot com. That will just take you to our Patreon because we don't actually have a website. Go ahead, like, rate, subscribe, do the whole nine. Tell your friends about us. Tell your grandparents about us. Tell your sisters about us. What is your weird like fetish with grandparents? I feel like we would be a real big hit with grandparents. Go ahead and tell all your friends about us. We have like 16 listeners in Nebraska because of Flash alone. Yeah. Be like Flash. Tell your friends about us. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Well, I think I think that 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 does it. That's, that about does it. That's yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. This has been three shots in.